This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, talking Nebraska basketball as the Huskers wrapped up a perfect 4-0 record on their Italian trip. And, um, you know, Robin, that trip to Italy, it went fast. I mean, it felt like they just got over there, but um, they're already back now in Lincoln. Um, was it an 11-day trip? Yeah, the 3rd through the 13th with two days of travel. So technically they were there for about like nine full days four, with two days of travel. Four games, none of them really close at all. One of them. They only won by three their third game. Oh, they're, okay. But in general, I mean. But they were up 26 at halftime in that game. So it's a little different story. They're missing some key players for Nebraska as well. I mean, it's just you can go in so many different directions yeah. But it's encouraging they went 4-0. I mean, that's, that's all you have to say, really. I mean, who cares about the team they played? I mean, right. I, I think when you look at this, Robin, you know, the, the fact that they got off to a promising start to build chemistry and confidence, I mean, that's what you got to look at, right? Right. You don't look at the – I mean, I don't care about the scores. I don't care about the, the, the box scores or any of the stats. I mean, those are all just kind of superlatives right now because uh, the main theme of this trip was just – these guys becoming a team and so yes it's encouraging that not only did they go 4-0 but they played pretty darn well um you know in their first live competition together as as one team uh, but also i think the grand uh, overlying theme of it was you know these guys became friends they became teammates uh, you know a lot of them had hardly even been in the same room together before this trip uh and, and so i mean just getting the ball rolling in that regard uh, was so valuable and such a um, you know, pleasant, uh, I guess, uh, opportunity uh, for year one to have not only that trip, but the 10 additional practices before it. Uh, so much value there. But uh, yeah, Nebraska played well. I mean, they whipped the teams they were supposed to whip. Uh, and that close game that I was referring to, that was against a Lithuanian professional team um, that plays in the NBL out there in whatever European league that uh, is a good league, and they finished fourth a few years ago. And, you know, they're grown men. You know, grown men, they have former United States players that are playing over there. And so they, uh, the first game, their second game overall, they, they play that Lithuanian team back-to-back two straight days. And so the first game, Nebraska beat that team by 25 points. And then 22 hours later, they have a rematch and jump out to a 26 or so halftime lead. And then they finally, for the first time, had some adversity and you know they they watched that lead dwindle all the way down to three points in the final seconds but to their credit they found a way to get it done they found a way to win the game and you know for one of the the um, complaints that Hoybury had about his team early on during those 10 practices was he wasn't sure how they were going to handle it when things weren't going their way and obviously in that first game they cruised over essentially an italian high school all-star team and then they blew up or blew out that lithuanian team in the first game so there was really no pressure or no real adversity to overcome until that third game in the second half when things kind of started to unravel on them they went away from uh you know the the game plan and tried to do some hero one-on-one ball and it almost blew up in their face but Again, that's, I think, one of those things you can point to as you go into the season and say, remember this? Remember what happened when, you know, we, we times got tough and we had to figure it out? We did it. And so I think when you come back and you know, they're going to have some time off before they get uh, re- resume practices later in September, uh, you know, I think that is a, a huge kickstart to a very important offseason of just establishing uh, a culture within this team, establishing relationships and uh, guys just knowing how to play together and how each other work on and off the court. When you look at it, Robin, I mean, is, is there any personnel takes that you left 
where you're like, okay, I didn't really know this, but this, this is encouraging. And then, yeah, we talked off air about this. I know you're worried about the physicality and maybe the size of this team, how they can match up with a 20 game big 10 conference schedule. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the issue for them all year long. They're just, they're not big and they don't have a lot of post depth. Uh, and so rebounding and post defense are going to be an issue for them all year. And that's no secret. I mean, you just look at the makeup of their roster. Um, it's pretty clear that's going to be an issue, but the good news is they have ways to counteract it. Uh, you, I mean, they, they were able to stream the first game they played and you kind of got a glimpse of the level of tempo and pace that Hoiberg wants to play with. And now not only are they going to play fast, but they have shooters. I mean, Matei Kavas was really impressive. Uh, Samari Curtis was impressive. Uh, Deshaun Burke, I think, led the team in scoring. So they have a lot of different options that can uh, you know, br- bring a lot to the table offensively. And so what they're going to give up uh, on the glass and maybe uh, in the post on defense, I think they can make up for with their perimeter shooting and just their overall skill on the offensive end. And so you saw that. I mean, games were close early on. You know, they're kind of getting beat on the boards and in the glass. And then they would just run away from teams. You know, the, the momentum would shift in their side, and they would put their foot on the pedal and just run away. Uh, and so I think that is going to be when this team is good is when they're active, creating turnovers on defense, you know, not allowing um, the, the size discrepancy to be an issue and creating offense, you know, off those turnovers and pushing the pace and really dictating uh, the tempo of a game and wearing teams down. Uh, and so I think that's going to be certainly uh, something they're going to have to lean on because if they do get into a slowed down half court game, they're going to be at a real disadvantage. And three players, right, were not in Italy with Nebraska? Four, I guess, were inactive. Uh, so um, Derek Walker, uh, the Tennessee from transfer, uh, who's going to sit out this season, uh, traveled with the team but didn't play because he's still kind of dealing with a, a lingering injury situation. Um, and then uh, Cam Mack. <laughs> so he finally gets cleared. Uh, he, he passed that last class from his junior college and is finally ready to go. Misses all 10 practices. And then just before the team is ready to go to Italy, he comes down with what is um, presumed to be a bad case of food poisoning and uh, is in the hospital for several days and has to miss the trip. So they're without... Well, who many project to be their starting point guard. Uh, and then uh, a call a rope uh, didn't get his paperwork finished in time to, to be able to uh, travel with the team. And he had to stay back in Lincoln. And then uh, Yvonne Wade-Rogo uh, was with uh, the French national team uh, playing in the FIBA European Championships in Greece. And he, he didn't play at all. In fact, he never even made it over to Italy, which they were going to try to get him over there. Uh, turns out that just for whatever reason didn't work out. So there's four scholarship players that they were without. Um, and so, you know, they had to turn to some walk-ons and um, opened up a window for a guy like Charlie Easley to have a real nice week. Uh, and so, you know, uh, that, that kind of further uh, emphasizes how well they played, the fact that not only was this their first live action together, but they were doing it without some pretty important pieces. What's next now, Robin? They get back to Lincoln. Um, I mean, yeah, there's really not a lot. Of, can they do a lot of organized things at this dude, point? No, nope, no, nope, they're off, and guys are going back home for a little bit. Uh, and then I think so. Obviously, the fall semester starts here at the end of the month. Twenty six. Yeah, and then the start of fall workouts for basketball, I believe, is in late September. And so I think they're going to have about a, a month, month and a half here. Um, they're going to go home for a little bit and then come back for the start of school. Um, get their academics kind of in line, ready to roll. And then, in you know, like I said, about a month and a half towards the end of September, 
the practices for the start of the actual season will kick back up. And everybody's going to be here. Um, Yvonne Wade Rogo is going to be here. Uh, Cam Mack will be fully cleared, ready to go. Uh, so, you know, all hands will be on deck for the first time. Well, it'll be lots to follow here, and everyone's looking forward to, obviously, things getting going, but it was nice to get a little appetizer um, just for you to get a taste, especially, Robin, because there's so many. I mean, if if they didn't have this trip, you'd be kind of walking into October, November pretty blind. Sure, yeah, and we got to watch the one practice, you know, and got to see a little bit uh, of these guys in in the game situation. So at least we have a better idea of what – Year one under Fred Hoiberg could actually look like as opposed to going in completely blind. All right, when we come back, Husker Online intern Allie Snow will join us in studio. We'll take your questions next in the mailbag. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.